1: 630 Chad inside sports with Reed Wilkins weekdays at six on 630 Chad.
2: We will start with the Edmonton Oilers and the situation at goal. So, of, so of course, you, you know what's happened this week. Just to quickly recap, you got Mike Smith out with the uh, the thumb injury yesterday at practice. It was interesting because you have the, the two nets and you got the net that the Oilers defend in the first and third period and then you got the net at the other end of the rink. So usually the starting goaltender who's ever going to play the next game is in that home team net. The, you know, this is the starter's net, sometimes it's called. Yesterday, that net was empty. There, there was nobody guarding that net. Miko Koskinen went to the other end of the ice. So I I, I found that kind of interesting. Uh, so then today, they go from one goalie to three goalies. Koskinen, of course, was out there. Ilya Konovalov. Who's was on the taxi squad and uh, was out of COVID protocol. He's back on the ice. And Stuart Skinner on the ice as well. And uh, he had quite an interesting day yesterday getting from Bakersfield to Edmonton. I mean, the whole team tested positive, um, and then uh, it all ended up being uh, false positives for pretty well everyone except for one or two guys, I think. So um, I tested uh, two, th- two, three more times, and they were all negative, so I was able to hop onto the plane and uh, pretty grateful for that. Okay, so this has played out over really since Wednesday for the Condors. They had uh, a bunch of players test positive, and then as Skidder explained, most of them, were false positives and the condors did skate this afternoon so skinner as he outlined had to get tested multiple times for covid gets the all clear comes up to edmonton he's staying at the jw marriott and uh he is uh, again the expected starter tomorrow night against the ottawa senators so uh here we go and it's been quite a season for skinner so far of course started in the american hockey league came up Was with Edmonton for an extended stint while Mike Smith was hurt. Smith comes back. Skinner goes down after going four and five with the Oilers in 10 appearances. Pretty respectable numbers. A 916 save percentage. 2.70 goals against average. With Bakersfield, he's been nearly unbeatable going 6-0-2 with a 925 save percentage and a 1.96 goals against average. So doing really well in the American Hockey League and now he's up here again and the Oilers are going to turn to him right away and I asked uh, Stuart Skinner just some thoughts on his season so far yeah it's been great uh I mean obviously being able to play a few games in the NHL and then go back and play a few games in Baco and then back up here I mean it's uh it's just more experience for me to to
3: get so I you know I've been having a lot of fun with it and uh you know I'm excited to be back up here and hopefully get a couple games and
2: All right, so it's Skinner tomorrow. And then after that, the Oilers don't play again until Thursday. So another break in the schedule that's longer than usual if it wasn't COVID times. So maybe, and I do say this is a big maybe, but they said at least a week for Mike Smith. Well, okay, so I guess best-case scenario, Smith is healthy to play on Thursday against Florida. I would doubt it. Uh, So you got Smith on uh, he's injured with the thumb injury. You got Skinner on the roster. You got Koskinen on the Roger roster. You got Konevolve on the taxi squad. So earlier this week, when Ken Holland spoke, he said the answers are in the room. That he he didn't tip his hand and say I, I got to go and make two or three trades and I got to upgrade the roster through trade. He said the answers are in the room or in Bakersfield. He also said he doesn't believe in rushing young players. Like you don't want to bring up young players and then they don't look very good and then you get rid of them and then they go to another organization and develop properly and then they turn into good players. So so he wants to be extremely patient with the younger players. Now, how do you categorize Stuart Skinner? He is 23. So age-wise for a pro athlete, he's not that young. I mean, he was drafted back in 2017, five years ago. It'll be five years ago in the summer, four and a half years ago, I suppose, since he was actually taken. Uh, and he has played quite a bit in the American Hockey League and in the East Coast Hockey League. I mean, the ECHL, he played 41 games in 18-19, got a brief stint with the Condors. In terms of uh, AHL experience, he's up around 80 games when you include some postseason action. So he's, uh, you know, he's a younger player. He's not a hugely experienced player in the National Hockey League, but, you know, he, he's at the point where I think you're hoping he would break through to an NHL roster. Now, as I've said numerous times, if, for those of you who are expecting Stuart Skinner to be the second coming of Jordan Bennington or uh, Patrick Waugh or if somebody called in the other night or texted in and said, well, look at what Ken Dryden did in 1971. Like, OK, that's that's wonderful. I don't know if that should be your level of expectation that Skinner comes in and leads the, the team to a Stanley cup. However, I, I think a reasonable level of expectation is that Stuart Skinner can play for an extended period of time at a, at a pretty good NHL level. And they're going to need him to do that, especially because it appears given that he's being chosen for tomorrow, the trust level in Koskinen has continued to wane. And, and, and I'll get into that a little more in, in a couple of minutes. So, but you look at, at Skinner's development You know, he has been coming along uh, at a relatively safe pace, I suppose, to to, to go off what Ken Holland was saying about not rushing players along. And Dave Tippett today had this comment on Skinner's development.
3: The bring him along thing is it's been longer than you think. You know, you think this year he finally... Looks like an NHL goaltender, but the development for him has started like two and three years ago. I was mentioning to Speck last night. We, Dustin Schwartz has done a great job with him. You know, he's he's uh, Skinner spent the time here in the last two summers, really worked on his game, worked on his fitness, worked on his skating. Things that you don't think goaltenders normally work on, he's put a lot of time and effort into that and really willed himself to, to an NHL level and now he just needs the opportunity and through injury this year he got some opportunity and played well so the opportunity grows so the development just doesn't happen you know last week went down and played well so he's up again the development's uh, part of the process he has to go through to give him to he, kn- he has the confidence he knows he jumps in there and play. You know, like when his his first game here against Ottawa last year was, was uh, or was it two years ago, whatever it was. Um, you know, I think he still wondered if he could play in the league. Now he come, he jumps into practice. He just, he looks he looks like an NHL player. So all those things put into place gives him confidence that he can jump in there and do the job, and gives teammates and coaches confidence he can get in there and do the job.
2: All right, so that's what Dave Tippett had to say about Skinner, his development, and uh, how he's looking more and more like an NHL goaltender, which is something that's, that has been said about Skinner a few times throughout the course of this season. Now, what's the opportunity going to be here? Now, now he's up because Smith is hurt, but but he's not being called up to be the backup tomorrow. He's being called up to play. What's some of the recent goaltending history here with the Edmonton Oilers? Mikko Koskinen has not won a game since December 1st. Don't forget, when the Oilers won those couple of games uh, in December, the only two wins over this 13-game stretch, Skinner was the goaltender. So Koskinen, who, quite frankly, was was very good for the first about seven or eight weeks of the season, uh, has not been as good lately. His coach said he made a brutal mistake last Monday against the New York Rangers. Koskinen comes out, talks to a Finnish reporter, and says – you know, I don't like being thrown out of the bus. I can't score goals. I'm not getting a lot of offensive support when I'm in net. Now, I don't want to blow that out of proportion. Friction happens over the course of the season, but it, it did happen, and, and it is another little storyline as we move through here. So for Tippett, you know, what's the relationship like with Koskinen now, and, and what about choosing Skinner tomorrow?
3: Skinner played last weekend, so it's been a while since Koski's played. So we we talk about it, and we'd like to get two guys up and going. My relationship with Koski is is very good. We've talked about things. It's water under the bridge. It's ready to go. But we need to get two guys up and going. And Skinner played last weekend, played three games last weekend, played very well in all three of them. So we'll give him an opportunity tomorrow to continue to play well.
2: So it, it appears to me... Yes, they want to get two guys up and going, but it appears to me that at least in the short term, they're willing to see what to see if Skinner can really take this. Now, that's that's how I'm reading this. I mean, okay, well, Skinner played last weekend. He, he, you know, he hasn't played for a while. He, he's played more recently than Koskinen, so is that the reason? You know, or did Tippett just not want to say, "Look, man, like I'm exhausted with Koskinen." The, I I get the sense we just don't have faith in him. And uh, and we're going to go with Skinner here. Now, again, maybe it's only one game. Maybe Smith is healthy very quickly. It could be really interesting to see what happens if all three guys are healthy with, with Skinner, Smith, and Koskinen. And assuming Skinner plays maybe a handful of games and does okay, that could be really interesting to see what happens there. But we'll deal with that when we get there. So Skinner expected to play tomorrow. Who else is expected to play tomorrow? Well, maybe not the entire team. Today, they had 11 forwards at practice. They had seven defensemen. One of those defensemen, Chris Russell, is not ready to return to game action. You still got Benson, Fogel, and Cuckoo in COVID protocol. So I bluntly asked Dave Tippett, are you going to have 18 skaters for the game?
3: Uh, still a question mark. We've got a couple guys that we thought we're going to test out of uh, protocol, but as of right now, like Cuckoo, we thought we'd have yesterday, and he's still not out today uh we got benson and uh benson and fogel testing today that hopefully one of those guys tests out but we need we need one of those players to test out to give us an opportunity to have a full lineup tomorrow
2: okay so uh we'll see morning skate tomorrow and we'll uh we'll keep you updated it could be yeah they could be down a forward tomorrow uh when they take on the Ottawa Senators, who, by the way, got that win last night over the Calgary Flames. Matt Murray, very early, uh, good early in the game, got his first win of the season. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the Oilers, who, yes, did go 9-0 against Ottawa last season, uh, not a team that they can take likely. The Oilers need to start to get back in the win column here, ASAP. Okay, always happy to hear from you on the hotline, 780-496-0063, presented by Teed professional-grade building materials. I believe we got a gentleman or two waiting to talk to me. We'll take a quick timeout and then go to your calls. We got uh, someone who works for the Edmonton Oil Kings going to the Olympics, by the way. We're going to have that story later on tonight as well. Uh, Cam Moon is coming up between 6.30 and 70. A very uh, amusing tweet put out today by the Saskatoon Blades featured Cam Moon. We'll tell you what that was all about as well. We will go to Ron from Red Deer on the open line. Now, Ron, to be clear, this is inside sports. This is not the line where you can offer your services to the Oilers tomorrow if they're a shorter player. So with that in mind, go ahead.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. So, love to had. moon. Just simple fact.
2: Ron, we got it. Ron, we got to reset your connection because you're very garbled. So, Kellen's gonna clean that up because we couldn't really hear what you were saying, and I want to hear what you're saying. So, uh we'll fix that and we'll get Sir Robert on the uh, phone in. Uh, for the next minute or two and then go back to ron robert are you coming through loud and clear yeah can you hear me reed yeah go ahead buddy well i know you've uh, i know
0: you have uh, I know you mentioned before bringing me on in the past that uh, i was calling from an outdoor rink so i'll let you know i'm doing so again i don't know if that matters but
2: oh nice yes that's cool
0: but uh anyway no you know what i think uh you know what i think at this point starting skinner i think that's the best move you know, because Koskinen, he's proven. I don't know that he's proven that he's that he's not capable of winning. But, but I mean, it's just he's proven uh, he's proven to be, I guess, the best. I don't know if you want to call it unreliable. I guess. But I mean, you know what? I think uh, you know, and I, I've said this uh, several times before. They've still got what are they at? Uh, 47 games left after tomorrow. So, so I mean, no, I'm not gonna. You know, it's uh, you know, it's still more than that. You know. Uh, uh, half the season to go i like the fact when i listened to uh, ken holland the other day that holland said you know what i'm not gonna you know what I'm, I'm not gonna trade my first round pick i'm not gonna rush to make a move because uh because because i mean you know what if you you know what if if you make a trade now and that trade doesn't lead anywhere you know and the player that you acquire doesn't stay, well then what, right? So I mean, you know, right. I like the fact, you know, I like the fact that Holland is that is willing to uh, stay patient and see where this goes. I'm still fairly optimistic that the Oilers can finish in the top top two like in the top two in their division. So. No, uh, no, I'm looking forward to seeing that, seeing where this goes uh, starting tomorrow against Ottawa.
2: Okay, right on, Sir Robert. Thanks. Have fun on the outdoor rink. We appreciate that you're listening. in. one thing I will say is, I mean, it's mid-January. It usually it's later on in the season. I mean, I mean we're coming, usually coming up on 50 games played around this time so uh, i i do have to remind myself that there are more games remaining than there usually would be at this part of the calendar okay i think we got a better connection now with uh ron from red Deer. sorry ron I, I we just we couldn't make out what you were saying so we wanted to get that better it's all yours man go ahead
1: can you hear me well yeah this is way better oh perfect um so i listened to the uh interview we had with warren moon the other night and what incredible information about his, like, his finger. Like his, yeah, his I, I, I hadn't heard that before, yeah. Yeah, I don't think any, I think you opened, like, no, I don't think anyone ever knew that about Warren Moon. Did a career on, and so, but this correlates to what um, I want to say, is like uh, Tippett is got a um, injured finger with his, uh, with his players. what What is this team when, you know, um, ho- not Holiday, um, what's his name? H- Holiday, like the... Oh, Hol- Holloway, the young forward? Yes. Yep. And the up-and-comers. And I love that Ken is holding on to the assets. And what is this team to when um, Kippett has the full use of his full-hand of players. I want to listen to your comments. Thank you, Reed.
2: Yeah, well look, I, I think Ron that obviously health makes a difference and having a full lineup makes a difference. The the thing is every team's going through it and has I had COVID shutdowns or injuries. Now maybe the Oilers have been hit uh worse than other teams, not as bad as as some others. I, I think that's a fair comment. You know, will the Oilers will be better when, you know, Nuge is back and maybe Smith is back and uh uh, you know, and they've, they've used, what, 11 defensemen already this year. So fair comment. I, I think that's a fair comment. You, you can't argue that health doesn't make a difference. Having said that, I do think there are some aspects of the game that need to be cleaned up regardless of who's in the lineup. And, and who knows what happens with Dylan Holloway. If he does well once he gets to the AHL for a few games, maybe he gets a chance to come up and prove himself too. More Oilers chat with Mooner. And uh, Dave Campbell will break down Tony Washington coming back to the Elks.